You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. Today, we are going to be talking about how to use Pinterest stats to inform your marketing strategy. We've talked about this several times before on the podcast. We even have a KPI checklist, a dashboard, all the good things. But Pinterest seems to be in a constant state of flux when it comes to their Pinterest stats, their dashboard. Now we have idea pins with their own sets of stats and video pins. So what we're going to do is we're going to unpack some of these stats and get to the point of where you need to focus. So you can kind of get through the weeds, get to the heart of what you need to know and kind of ignore the rest. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about some exciting news that we have here at Simple Pin Media for our e-commerce listeners. We have been hearing from so many of you that traditional management is pretty tough, especially if you don't have a lot of products and if you don't have a lot of images. So we've created our new e-commerce Kickstarter package. It's a hybrid of management and consulting. It's a six-week program bringing together your e-commerce goals, our image team, and a dedicated account specialist who works in your specialty to get your shop integrations and more set up on Pinterest to really give you that kickstart your Pinterest page needs. So if you want to check that out, go to simplepinmedia.com slash services and click on e-commerce Kickstarter. You can see all the rest of our services as well as a list of our new consult call offerings. They're very targeted, very focused. Teachers pay teachers, e-commerce, blogger, content creator. We know that you have specific needs to your business industry. So our company, which is a Pinterest marketing agency with a full suite of services, including ads. We've worked with other 700 Pinterest accounts, billions of monthly impressions and millions of months. <laughs> I can't say that millions of Pinterest sessions for our clients each month. We want to help you reach your goals. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash services. Okay, so let's dive into this question of Pinterest stats. Pinterest stats have come and gone over the years. They've improved their dashboard, but it still leaves you with this question, especially if you're new to Pinterest marketing. What am I looking at? What does each stat mean? So what I'm going to do here today is dive into a few of them. But for a full list of what's in Pinterest analytics, there's two things I'd recommend. Number one, go to your Pinterest analytics and just start clicking around. Just check it out. There's a lot of things in there. And go to this post as well, which you can find at simplepinmedia.com slash 248. We're going to be diving into what you will see, maybe some uh, definitions for you as well. If you don't know what things mean, Pinterest has updated their library, if you will, of terms. And it's definitely expanded from click, save and impression, which it was a couple years ago, to get even more detailed. But before we dive into it, I want to remind you, um, depending on whether you're viewing stats for a static pin, a video pin or idea pin, the features will be a different. Um, so know that if I say something and it's not there for you, it could be your home country. It could be your account. Just know that it could be different. 
And to view pin stats, you do need to have a business account. It's free. It's super easy to get. And I highly recommend it. A lot of people will come to me and say, hey, on Instagram, I want to keep my personal account and I don't want to be a, do a business account because there's all these things that happen. That is not the case on Pinterest. You want a business account. You get analytics. You can claim your website. You can also get access to ads. It is highly beneficial for you. Don't roll with a Pinterest account. It's especially against their terms of service if you are selling something. So get yourself a business account. Number three, if you want to see stats for pins created by others from your website, make sure you claim your website and you can claim Instagram and you can claim Etsy and you can even claim YouTube. So go ahead and do all of that. So back to the main question. How do we use Pinterest stats to inform our strategy? What does it tell you? And even more important, who is interacting with your pins? Who is saving them? Who is clicking on them? And who is buying from Pinterest? You can, if you can drill down to understand that, then you've reached a place where you can continue the conversation with the person that you're interacting with. So first, let's understand what's inside Pinterest analytics. So when you open up your Pinterest account and I'm on desktop, you're going to see a little drop down that says analytics, and there's going to be overview, audience insights, conversion insights, video and trends. Just start with overview. There's a lot in there that you could go deep on, but we're just going to start with that one. So when I open it up, you're going to get lots of things on the left hand side. And whenever you see a little gray dot with an eye in the middle of it, hover over that and it tells you what that term means. So if you're ever curious about something and you don't know what engagement means, hover over it and it will tell you. I like to do 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. So I'm going to click on 90 days first, and it's going to always default to impressions. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go straight to outbound clicks. These are people coming from Pinterest and clicking to my website. Why do I go there first? Because I want to see who specifically took action. There's been debate over the years whether or not these stats are accurate for those clicking from Pinterest to your website. I always recommend double checking with Google Analytics to cross compare to make sure that these numbers are correct. But just know there is going to be an element of difference. It has gotten better over the years, but it's certainly not um, drilled down to where they are on equal on equal ground. So you can go through and you can click on different devices. You can click on the source. You can click on the format, idea, video, product, or standard. And you can look to see where are people clicking. Now, there's a next section down that says top boards. I also changed that to outbound clicks. I want to see the boards that have the most outbound clicks happening on them. And then I look at my top pins with the most outbound clicks. So what I love to do here is take a overall assessment. We're going like the 10,000 foot level. We're just getting an understanding of it all. Now, if you've been doing Pinterest marketing for some time, what you'll probably see at the top is ones that you always see there. They tend to be your older pins. Now, what they have next to top pins is this little box where you can check that says pins created in the last 30 days. Now, I love that because that's probably some of your new content and you want to see, hey, how is that going? Let's say you're also leaning into idea pins and you want to click on idea pins and see, hey, are those actually working? Now, I know what you're thinking. Kate, idea pins don't link, so you can't do outbound 
clicks. But what I can do is saves. That really also means what people are taking action to save it for later because they found it so valuable. And if you really want to feel good about yourself, you'll click on impressions and those numbers will be really pretty because they're super high. They show people who have seen the pin. Engagements, those are people who have engaged with the pin and then pin clicks. I don't really understand why they even have that there, but pin clicks might be somebody who has um, cover or total number of clicks on your pins to the content on or off Pinterest. Pin click rate is total pin clicks divided by total impressions for that pin. So again, you can go through here and you can look at what all of these different things mean at any time. But what I like looking at is what's getting engagement? What are people clicking on? And how do I create more of that? That's the biggest thing here too, is once I understand what people are clicking on, and who's saving my pen, I get some great ideas for content creation or get great ideas for new images I need to create for my products, those of you who don't have content. And so you're looking around and you're checking things out and you're taking, you, again, you're assessing. Now, Pinterest Analytics, how it is set up has a lot. So it's probably going to take you 20 to 25 minutes to get through it just to click around, look at different things. There's conversion insights. We have a full blog post, very detailed on that. It's a little complicated, fairly new, and it does require adding a tag. So we will link to that in the show notes. The show note link will be simplepinmedia.com slash 248. It's a very detailed post of understanding conversion insights. If you are selling something and you are using the tag on Pinterest, it is very important to get the tag set up properly on your account so that you can get the right information. Okay, so out of the Pinterest analytics dashboard and out of conversion insights, we hop over to what are called on pin stats. So there's a few things you need to know. I talked earlier about the business account and personal account. If you have a personal account and you do have access to idea pins, you may be able to see your stats without having a business account or claiming your website. Only you can see these stats, but it's debatable. So it's an if, right? However, I would still highly encourage you to get a business account. On-pin stats are calculated by aggregating the data for all pins that share an image and if applicable, a URL. So it's kind of pulling it all together. This includes data from all the people who have saved content that you've created or published or have saved content from your site using the save button or the browser extension or from somewhere else on Pinterest. The pin stats also include data from the pin's downstream activity, like saves from your Pinterest profile or when someone saves your pin from someone else's profile. If you've created a pin, you will see real-time metrics on that pin. However, keep in mind that these real-time metrics are estimates and always subject to change. As a result, they might decrease. I know that's disappointing, but they might. So when I go to on pin stats for my idea pins. I know some of you listening have emailed me. You're not a fan of idea pins because they don't link. But let me tell you, I am a fan of idea pins because of this reason. They added more to their stats. So now what I can see is I can see impressions. I can see pin clicks, which is essentially people moving through the cards, saves, how many people save them, how many followers I got as a result of this pin and how many profile visits I got. 
So I'm going to go to one of my most popular idea pins, which I'm going to see what is it resulting for me? What is my hard work? How is my hard work paying off? Let's say that. And one of the ones that I did right off the bat was a popular pin that I had already had, which was how to create, how to clean up your Pinterest boards. This particular idea pin has over 237,000 impressions, 4,000 pin clicks and 990 saves. It's still showing up and it's older. It was done before they changed their stats. So I can't see the follows, but I'm going to do a newer one that we've done with how to keyword. Let's see here. I'm on my computer right now as we, as we speak, so I can go through it. All right, more stats. This one, which is how to create Pinterest boards for your business, has 17,000 impressions, 246 pin clicks, 73 saves. I got five followers just off of this idea pin, and I got 51 profile visits. So oftentimes what people are doing is they're coming to my profile and they will see some of these save created idea pins or my regular pins, and they tend to click on my URL and come to my website. So it's a little bit hard to track. It's usually done through Google Analytics with direct traffic. But now that we can see these profile visits, we can put some things together. So this is what we do when we look at stats is we have to make some assumptions, right? Because Pinterest isn't giving us everything. They're not telling us exactly who clicked over to our website. When I click on my profile visits, I can see in the last 30 days how many I've had. And I can also see where this particular idea pin has been saved. What boards have they been saved to? If I click see all, I can see well, there's a lot of people who are saving my pin to their boards and a lot of it is called Pinterest marketing or social media marketing. So it shows that I'm getting it right. I'm not having somebody save it to any crazy board, although there is one board that says nails and toenails. Ooh. So they're saving it there and I'm assuming that was an accident, but everything else is Pinterest or business. So I'm getting a lot of information about who is interacting with my pin. So what I can deduce from this is that people still love my how to's, which means I still need to be creating that because that's all I see in my analytics that's doing well is how to do X, Y, Z on Pinterest. So here's some action items for you. Number one, check all Pinterest stats once a month. Take one hour and assess the numbers. Become really familiar with the dashboard in Pinterest analytics and the on pin stats. Make notes of what's working, what's not working. If you find that there's a weird pattern of lows or highs, that could be a Pinterest problem, not necessarily a you problem. Check with any Pinterest marketing communities you're a part of. Most will be able to give you communal feedback as to if they're seeing the same thing, like our Simple Pin Collective. Last, take a while to see, it does take a while to see real results on Pinterest. If this is a place where you know your readers and buyers hang out, keep investing. It is a slow burn, this marketing game on Pinterest. And the biggest problem is people giving up too soon. So keep at it. Take those notes, take it into creating content, take it into creating new images and keep pinning. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Okay, enough story. So if you want to take it to the next level of tracking, we do also have a simple Google Analytics dashboard for tracking. 
your traffic through Google. I'm going to link to that in the show notes, but it links with Google Analytics. So you can kind of cross compare what you're seeing in Pinterest with what you're seeing in Google. Now, I'm a pretty high level tracker. I keep things just in my mind. I kind of get an assessment of everything. Again, I'm kind of 10,000 foot level. I look at patterns and I kind of see them really clearly. But if that's not easy for you, go ahead and create a spreadsheet of what you're seeing every single month. For our clients, that's what we do. We track important notes, anything that's changed. We track follower numbers. We track impression numbers. We track clicks to the website and we track saves. Those have been really our guiding metrics to create a strategy that works really, really well for our clients, as well as identifies problems or shifts on the platform and things that are changing on Pinterest. So if you want more information about how to deep dive into your Pinterest strategy to inform your results, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 248. We'll have all the links to everything I talked about and even some definitions for what some of these things mean in Pinterest analytics. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening.